This is Women's Tech Radio, a show on the Jupiter Broadcasting Network interviewing interesting women in technology, exploring their roles and how they're successful in technology careers. I'm Paige. And I'm Angela. So Angela, today we're going to talk to LaShawn Anthony. She is a member of ABI Chicago, which is the Anita Bork Institute local chapter. And we kind of dig into what that means and what they're all about throughout the interview. And before we get into the interview, I want to mention that you can support Jupiter Broadcasting and Women's Tech Radio in particular by going to patreon.com forward slash today. It is a subscription-based uh, funding, crowdfunding for the entire network, but more specifically because you're listening to Women's Tech Radio, it is also supporting this show. And to get started today, we ask LaShawn what she does at the Anita Borg Institute. Absolutely. Um, so ABI.Chicago is an initiative of the Anita Borg Institute, which is a 501c3 headquartered in Palo Alto, California. And our mission is to advance women in technology to be included um, as participants and leaders and not just watching what's happening. Uh, we were founded in 1997, and they later launched Sisters, which is an online listserv so that we can communicate globally. Um, ABI.Chicago was just launched last October, and um, there are 10 local chapters that are part of ABI.Local, which will expand to 17 by July. Um, and this also includes several international chapters, but we meet offline as well as utilize our online platform to communicate. And offline we engage um, through hackathons, meetups, uh, networking, coding tutorials, things like that on a monthly basis and our events are sponsored. Excellent. So who would you say your target audience is there? Um, are you looking mostly to get women who are not in technology into technology? Are you working with younger girls? What's your scope? No, we're actually not in the K through 12 space. Um, our market is women as well as men um, because our online platform is open to men as well. Um, who are in all spectrums of technology, all interests and areas of technology. It's my goal to reach more beginners um, who are interested in transitioning into technology as that um, industry is in high demand and um, you know there's a need globally to increase the number of uh, minorities, especially in this industry. Yeah, I I think any increase in diversity is, is a benefit to us. Like that's. Um, so what do you do for Anita Borg Institute? So I operate as the community leader for ABI.Chicago. Each chapter has a leader. Some chapters, depending on their size, may have two leaders who handle the organization of the events, being the liaison to our sponsors, uh, being the liaison to our venue uh, operators, things of that nature, handling, um, well, I should say, we have a planning committee also, which handles the promotions and actual event needs and some other things. 
And so you put you put on events or like it's it's uh, Anita Borg Institute. I, I'm not too familiar with it. Is it? Can you take classes or is it mostly meetups? Is it social? Is it education? How would you describe it? It's actually a mix of everything that oh. you just stated. Okay. Anita Borg Institute has allowed the individual chapters to be very flexible in regard to what they develop so that it meets the actual needs of each market. And so, for example, uh, with ABI.Chicago, we had a Grace Hopper conference viewing party last October. Uh, The conference is our major event, uh, which will be held in Texas this October and uh, attracts over 10,000 people, you know, to this event. So those who cannot attend come to the viewing parties that we have in various chapters. ABI.Chicago is also offering coding tutorials this year. We plan to have a couple of significant um, social events. We're having panel discussions. So it's, it's definitely a mix. And we were informed by the people who attended last October what they were interested in attending going forward. And I see on the website, uh, local.anitaborg.org, that each look, each city, just like you said, they each have their own um, mission statement. Like it's all, each one has a different customized way of saying what that group does, which is really cool. And then at the bottom, it says that the next step is Seattle, Portland, Atlanta, Tokyo, and Toronto. So you guys are expanding mm-hmm. really fast. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're going into Delhi, Boston, so many places. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo, Amsterdam, Africa. Yeah. That's some great reach. So so how did you end up uh, in this? You, I mean, you seem very passionate about getting diversity into technology and sp- mm-hmm. specifically in your line, women. What journey brought you over to this? So I've actually been a consultant in Chicago, um, providing services to small business owners and nonprofits for over 10 years. And I was actually approached by Rosario Robinson, who is the global program development manager, to be the community leader for the Chicago chapter. And I said yes immediately. Excellent. So it was just, you know, she saw your expertise and wanted to wrap you into the... Exactly. She came to speak at our viewing party last October. And uh, shortly thereafter is when she asked me to lead Chicago. And have you always been interested in technology? Did did this start at a really young age? Did you go to school? What What kind of experience do you have with technology? So I actually transitioned into technology myself. Uh, As a consultant, I started out as a desktop publisher. And over time, uh, clients began to ask me to do more and more. I'm a solopreneur. I don't have a staff with um, my business, Visuals, the number four, the letter U, Visuals for You. And so as they asked me to develop websites for them, I decided to return to school and receive a certification in web development and software applications. Well, I wouldn't say that it began there, but shortly before that is when my interest began in technology, and I've been passionate about it ever since. 
um, because I know how important it is. And I'm actually just getting ready to learn Java, Rails, and Python. Wow. Through our own tutorials, which we will have this year at ABI.Chicago. So I'm going to be one of the students as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, it sounds like the, the Anita Borg is exactly what you needed for your transition. So it's not, it's not a hard sell for you to, to get other people interested in it. Oh, not at all, because I definitely didn't start out in this, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, though, when I was in high school, I had uh, an advisor who asked me to think about computer science because I was always an excellent student in math. But I just didn't see it for myself and didn't have any frame of reference within my family that made me consider it. So it took a while, but I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so so you guys seem to have like a pretty broad spectrum of stuff going on. Um, What do you think about I'm always curious because I run, you know, Women Who Code in Portland and I'm pretty active in a lot of the women start the women technology scene like uh, it seems like we've got we're, we have more and more awesome ways to get women involved in technology. Um, but at the same time, it seems like we're in this space where the beginner market is really drying up. Like I, I have a lot of friends who are trying to make this tra- career transition now and they're having trouble because nobody wants to hire flat beginners. Um, does so Anita, true. Yeah. Doesn't need Borg have anything like I'm still trying to figure out how to address that. Like, do you guys have any anything on the horizon or anything you've got for thoughts around that? I know that there are, uh, I can't speak, of course, for the rest of the nation, but I know here in Chicago, there are a couple of companies that uh, not only offer boot camps, which are, you know, 12 week um, training sessions, but also uh, individual companies who are offering like, uh, what would I call it, an internship, so to speak to programming for, you know, minorities specifically. And, um, you know, hopefully they're getting good results from that. Um, I don't, I don't know the, you know, the demographics or or the numbers on it, but there are, there are programs here in regard to Anita Borg. They certainly have job opportunities listed on their website. And um, within the abi.local platform uh, on abi.chicago, our pages, we definitely list career opportunities, both for beginners and, uh, you know, those who are well into their career in technology. Awesome. Yeah, I know the Hash Rocket, which is um, out of both Orlando and Chicago, does a great apprenticeship program, um, as does, I think, ThoughtBot has a Chicago office now as well. Um, and I kind of hope we see more companies have that because it's it's essentially it's aimed at people who are coming out of the boot camps to say, hey, right. come. And, and luckily, also, a lot of these companies look like they're paying uh, for these right. apprenticeships, which is nice. And uh, it kind of becomes a, a couple month long interview really and uh, they get to keep the candidates who are the best and can help you know outsource the ones who aren't um but yeah i think that's i i hope we see more and more of that i think it's something that's really missing in general for almost any field these days like Mm -hmm. trying to break in is it's just difficult 
It is. It, it really is. And uh, one company that should be noted, especially for their efforts, is Cisco, who has a number of certification programs on the technician as well as programming side for individuals who are interested. And once you start at the beginner level, advancing certifications can be free to the students. So it's an excellent opportunity for those who are interested. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. I mean, Cisco is a great side um, to the non-programming if you're interested in hardware, if you're interested in networking, Cisco is totally the place to go for your next steps. So what is your favorite aspect of your participation in the uh, ABI.Chicago? Is it meeting people? Is it seeing the people grow? Is it um, teaching? What, what, what is your favorite? What is your passion? Like, what is, what is it that keeps you running the chapter? Well, I'm very new to the chapter. As I mentioned, uh, even though my discussions began last July, we just officially started last October. Mm -hmm. But I'd have to say that my passion is really bringing information to people that did not previously know what was available, where to go, how to get into the industry, things like that. Secondarily, I'd have to say I love events and mm -hmm. putting together an experience that people will talk about afterwards. You know, and I, I love experiences. I try to ensure that each event uh, has a lot of buzz and it's not just uh, a reboot of what people have seen elsewhere. What, what sort of tools do you use to do that, especially around like creating buzz? I know um, it's one of the things I've really struggled with with our events is like, how do I get the word out in a way that people are actually going to respond, um, that sort of thing? Well, in the past, I have done this through Twitter chats this year, if possible. I'm not sure. Um, we may be an exhibitor at a couple of major events here in the Chicago area. Hopefully we might have a Twitter wall, you know, things like that. But I, I think big. So we'll have to see what happens. Awesome. Well, it'll be interesting to see what, what you come up with and what works and everything. I, th I think that's one mm -hmm. of the real advantages. And I hope one of the things we take advantage of in, in like the nonprofit space is that, hey, we're not competing here. We're all working towards a lot of the same goals. And like, let's share our tools and tricks. And, you know, it's it's the open source nut in me. I just want I want to open source oh, all these processes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Why reinvent the wheel, you know? Exactly. No need to struggle when the information is out there. So I guess uh, kind of just a couple more questions. What do you think has been the hardest part for you working with Anita Borg or working to try to bring minorities in general into technology? Like what's been the biggest stumbling block? The biggest stumbling block, and I can't speak about elsewhere, but in, in Chicago is current company culture. The majority of companies have not embraced the inclusion of minorities in the tech industry here. As a result, they're missing out in terms of, you know, the ideas that are out here, 
that uh, minorities have and are ready to bring to market. Um, they're missing the goodwill, they're missing uh, so much. And uh, it's, it's difficult to watch how people are really struggling in terms of trying to break down those barriers and be included because they are experts in their fields and have the experience that these companies are looking for, but they're still being passed over. And it's, it's created a lot of hardships in Chicago. Yeah. Is there like um, a counseling <laughs> service for that? Because I can imagine, <laughs> you know, I could, I'm, I'm being completely honest, you know, yeah. Being passed up when when you fit a job description, that that is really rough. You know, unfortunately, the companies don't care, you know, and yeah. certainly ever since the stock market bubble burst going back to 2008, companies uh executives want to keep their budgets down by offering lower salaries. And so people are not being offered the wages that they deserve for their expertise. Right. And so, you know, it's difficult to ask a person to work for $12 an hour <laughs> when they have been a developer for over 10 years. I mean, it's ludicrous. That's terrible. You know, because non-minorities are not being asked that in most cases. Mm. Definitely not as much. And it's a, you know, it's a problem because most people in minority positions don't have the training or the cultural expectation to advocate for themselves for salary, especially. Right. Exactly. And it, it, it's a terrible thing too, because like adding diverse thinking to your team does nothing but drive profit. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and there's, there's studies out there. There's some companies. There's case studies everywhere. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you would think that the almighty dollar would help us out here, but it seems to be some sort of disconnect. Yep. Maybe it's like global warming. (laughs) Progressively getting worse. I hope not. (laughs) Well, more just like it's obvious, but nobody can actually see it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm very glad that we have someone like you on the front lines, Sean, to help us out with this. It's definitely uh, obviously a a passion of my heart. And uh, it's always nice to hear that there are other people out there fighting the same fight. Um, I do have one more question for you before we sign off. And that's um, if you could name kind of one tool or uh, just thing, maybe a resource, a book, anything that's kind of helped you on your journey or helps you in your day to day life. Like, what would it be? Quite honestly, I'd have to say Twitter. Yeah. I love Twitter. (laughs) Angela's right there with you on that one. Yeah. (laughs) For a number of reasons, not just because it's a social media platform, but because um, surprisingly, and many people don't know this, people use tweets to uh, aggregate into their online magazines. Yes. Um, and I've been quoted in places that I would have never gotten into yep. if I hadn't been on Twitter. Yep. And it didn't it didn't cost you any time or money. It just happened. Exactly. Yep. It it's is, the exactly. best. They found me, yep. you know, because of the search field. Yep. Um, because of my hashtags. Yep. Because, we have you know, similar I thing here. friended. Right. Because I friended someone else or 
a particular quote that, um, well, not necessarily a quote, but you know what I mean, a post yes. that um, attracted a lot of attention. Uh, the ability to direct message people, to reply directly back to people. It's just amazing. Yep. It's inspiring, huh? Right. Yep. Like I really am making a difference. Yeah. I love technology. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much for giving us some of your time today. Hope that you in ABI Chicago have a fantastic new year and we'll be definitely watching to see what you guys come up with. Thank you so much. And once again, I'd just like to mention our website, which is local.anitaborg.org. Audience members, feel free to join. Membership is free. Awesome. Thanks so much, LaShawn. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women's Tech Radio. Remember that you can find links mentioned in the show on jupiterbroadcasting.com. Just do the show drop down of Women's Tech Radio and scroll down. They're all right there. You can also use the contact form while you're on jupiterbroadcasting.com. You can also email us. Our email is wtr at jupiterbroadcasting.com. Check us out on Twitter where our handle is heywtr. And you can also find us on iTunes. If you have a moment, leave a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Thanks so much.